You're listening to the Luke Page Podcast, episode number 42. Make sure you click subscribe so you can stay up to date because I release a new episode every couple of weeks. You can also find me over on Instagram at Luke underscore page. And really exciting news because um, next week on June the 8th, the Leading Coach is reopening. So the Leading Coach, it's a program that helps coaches make their first $100,000 online. So if you're a coach and you're currently making between zero to $2,500 a month on average, and you want to learn things like how to stand out, how to become the leader in your industry, how to use social media to organically grow your online business, and how to make more sales than you ever have before, then make sure you keep a lookout for this. Now, you can currently you can join the waitlist, which in the show notes of this is the link to the waitlist. Um, going on the waitlist, you'll basically be one of the first that gets notified when this thing goes live. And obviously, based on when you're actually listening to this episode, um, you may want to keep a lookout on my Instagram page for um, the actual launch dates. Or if you're on my email list, you'll be getting lookout for an email that you'll be receiving. So the leading coach confirming that's reopening on June the 8th, but for four days only. So make sure you uh, keep a lookout for that. Um, Today's episode is talking about something that uh, basically like forms the whole core of your coaching business which is content. So we're going to be discussing and we're going to be sharing how to create great content. Welcome to the Luke Page Podcast. I am here to inspire people to live a life that they love. It's why I do what I do. Join me on the pursuit of my last vision and my own business success through meeting amazing business owners, entrepreneurs, and forward-thinking people that are here to make impact and change the world. Hello, testing, is this working? It's working, okay. Hello everybody, we're back. It has been, um, it's been a, a long time between drinks. I think the last podcast I did was maybe a month ago, possibly. So um, yes, I'm getting back into the podcast scene. I've been a little bit, technically I've been undisciplined. I mean, I've had, um, I've had things that have taken the priority over the, podcast to give you an idea what I've been working on recently. Um, I ran a workshop for helping coaches own their niche. So for coaches that had confusion around their niche, getting them helping get really clear, that went really well. Um, So um, that took up a bit of my time a few weeks ago, setting all that up and getting that going. Um, But I'm going to be actually doing that every few months and running that live workshop for coaches because it's uh, it's something that coaches need. There's um, a lot of coaches out there that uh, have no idea of their niche, right? Um, and then there's also coaches that uh, have an idea of a niche, but they're still unsure. And there's also coaches out there that actually think that they know their, they know their niche, but they don't. Um, and at the foundations of everything in your business, your coaching business, is niche. Everything starts from knowing exactly who you're serving and uh, how you're serving them. Until you know this, nothing else is going to really work effectively. So you're going to really struggle to um, create content and move forward with it. Uh, what else has been going on? I am leading coach, like I said at the beginning of this episode, it's launching um, next week, so that's reopening for, I think that's the ninth time now. Um, really exciting. I mean, it's it's grown so much over the last couple of years, you know, starting from doing, you know, one-to-one coaching. I didn't have any online program. It was just, you know, the client, the coach there, and we're just doing sessions every week for an hour, helping them through their business, me making it up on the spot pretty much. And then slowly growing over time to now, it's a group program. Um, and, you know, got we've got an online platform now. And the online platform basically, you know, shows you the steps from the very beginning from um, how to, uh, what you need to do, how to lay the foundations, how to attract an audience and how to convert an audience. And where this thing's going to be in another year's time, in five years' time, you know, I just redid um, our vision. I uh, On Sunday, it was uh, it was a nice day. I went for a surf in the morning. And then I just, I don't know, I felt the need to work. Normally, I might do a little bit of work on Sunday, but as in going to a cafe to work, I don't normally do that on a Sunday, but I just felt the need to work. And I thought, you know, it's a nice sunny day um, and it's almost winter here in Australia, which it's cold. I thought, you know what, this could be one of the last sunny days and I want to spend it working from a cafe in a bit of an inspirational 
place and state. Um, and I, I, I was like, I didn't even really know what work I was going to do. And then um, after my surf, I was just like, what should I work on? And um, my vision was called. My vision was to update um, our vision, which probably the last time I updated was maybe a year ago. So I redid the whole thing. Um, and I spent a few hours writing, you know, the impact of um, the business. I wrote down uh, the income that we want to make and also the, you know, this the what I call it your perfect business. So you describe in detail how your business runs, what your office looks like and, you know, the people that you have are a part of the team, how the culture is, everything like that. And it was a really fun exercise. And you know what? Doing it, I've walked away almost like this new energized person. And it's I always talk about vision. Vision is so, so important. Um, and if you're not excited by your vision, get excited about it. You need to you need to get clear on exactly where you're heading. And look, this thing will change and it will update as you evolve. Just like I just because I what I do is every Wednesday I read out my vision. And um I've got this basically I've I've it takes me probably 10 minutes. I write down in detail exactly, you know, what it is, where we're heading, everything like that, why we're doing things, the things, and I write it in the present tense. And I walk around and I read this thing out loud on every Wednesday morning. And lately when I've been reading it out, I've just felt like there's been something missing. I've been feeling like that mm, this doesn't exactly 100% align with where I'm at now. And it's simply because when I wrote that, which maybe was a year ago, I'm a different person now. Simple as that. And even though the overall vision is similar, I'm like, I need to redo this thing. And, um, you know, after I read it out for the first time and I also shared it with Courtney, like it's, it's really inspiring stuff and I'm, I'm really pumped to move forward with it. So um, I don't even remember why I started talking about this. I don't know where it was going to lead to. I've forgotten my train of thought, but oh, well, that's it. It's all good. Um, anyway, well, there was a point to that, but I've lost the point. That's like a typical thing that I do. So what I wanted to, um, oh, that's it. I was sharing what's been happening. That's it. Been sharing what's been happening. So getting back to the leading coach, where, like, where, where this leading coach is going. I mean, our vision is to create the greatest program for coaches in the world. And uh, the leading coach is going to be at the center of that. It's not going to be the only program that we offer, but it's going to be the central program. And every single quarter, I'm going to be continually adding to this program and making it better and better and better and better and more value and stacked with more value and stacked with more value. The price will go up, but it's just going to get better and better and better and better and better and better and better. And um, yeah, my vision by 20. 30, which is in nine years, is to have the greatest program for coaches in the world. Now, what defines the greatest? Um, what defines the greatest to me is not size. Like, I, I don't see that we're going to be the biggest company. I see that other, pe- other there'll be other companies bigger than this. The, the, the size is not important to me. What's important to me is, is offering a program that creates an experience that no one else can offer, an experience that our clients have never experience before um it's not just about getting in results right it's a given of course with any program but it's about really opening their eyes to the potential that they can pass on to their clients like i see that we're going to be single-handedly changing and raising the standards of the coaching industry so by creating a world-class program, obviously the clients come in and learn how to grow their business. But what they also do is they get a unique insight into how a, um, a world-class program is run and operated. And by them actually experiencing that, they will naturally also incorporate that into their own program and hand down the same principles to their own clients, which obviously the clients are going to benefit so, you know, I, by, the, um, by 2030, you know, I, our goal is to have uh, 10,000 clients. And then through the 10,000 clients, if we said on average every client touches 100 lives, we're basically going to be touching millions of lives across the world. So it's really exciting stuff. We're really pumped. Um, so with the podcast returning today, I wanted to talk about um, something that's massively important which is creating 
great content because everyone creates content. Yeah, every coach creates great content. Um, sorry, content. But not every coach creates great content. And at the core of building a successful coaching business is actually great content. You've got to become good at this. Now, whether you believe that you're good at creating content, whether you don't, it's definitely a skill that you just need to learn. And when you do it long enough and over and over, you'll become great at it. Now, great content, what it's going to do is it actually enables you to get discovered. It will enable you to grow your following. It will enable you to take your new followers into and turn them into people that are actually ready to buy from your stuff. So question is, what defines great content? Well, it's content that's valuable. Yeah, it's content that makes your audience rethink. Yeah, change their thoughts, change their behavior. It inspires them to take action and make a change in their life. That's what great content does. And when you can consistently produce content like this, yeah, what's going to happen is you're going to stand out you're going to stand out from all the other coaches in your niche. Um, Because what's happening at the moment is the coaching industry, it's full of coaches just posting average quality fluff. It's the truth. You know, one of the things that um, uh, maybe a few months ago, I was kind of noticing a little bit of a theme in in my podcasts where they'll be coming and especially with some guests, they'll be coming quite fluffy where it's like I get a guest on, I ask them a couple of questions, they just share the same old story and it's like I'm like, are my listeners really getting value from this? So what I started doing is I started asking harder questions to my guests. I started putting them on the spot more. I started challenging them, what challenging things that they said. And what's happened is that the uh, the podcast episodes have become way, way more valuable. And that's just my goal is to create awesome content. With everything I do is to create great content. You know, your audience, your ideal client right now is scrolling through, you know, whatever they use, social media, you know, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever it is. They're scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And they're constantly just being yelled at. Yeah, by other coaches, by other companies, by other people. Look at me. Look at my content. Consume my content. But the issue with that is um, what happens is coaches are constantly just posting content after content after content. Because it's average, it doesn't stand out. Yeah, I see it all the time. You've got all these coaches which are creating beautiful content. Looks great. Their feed looks perfect, but they're just struggling to get engagement with it. And then so many coaches will go down the path of buying followers and buying people that engage and all that fake shit just to make yourself look good. It's the dumbest stuff in the world, but um, it just it doesn't work. We need to find a way to create great content. When you can create that great content, you'll be the person that stands out and people will choose you um, to consume your content over the next coach. So that's what we're going to be talking about. You know, I want to, I want to, the first thing I want to talk about is um, focusing on quality over quantity, 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 quantity. I don't know what happened there. I had a little, uh, I just couldn't say that word, but quality over quantity. <laughs> you may have heard a different message from someone else where it's like post every day, post multiple times a day, that type of thing. It kind of depends what your strategy is. Yeah. If you want to get, like spread your awareness, then posting every day and posting multiple times a day is probably a good thing. If you want us to spread your awareness and get as many people as possible to kind of see your stuff. But I normally say, especially for early stage coaches, it's not about getting everyone, as many people to see your stuff because that's kind of easy to do. But what is is getting people's attention? It's getting people to not only see your stuff, but actually wanting them to come back and see your content next time that you post. You're getting someone to watch your content, but then get some value out of it and then look forward to when you post next as opposed to, oh, Haley's posted another thing today. I'm so I'm not, I'm not seeing Haley and they, you know, they, they scroll past your stories type thing. Um, so yeah, quality over quantity. Focus on quality over quantity see one amazing valuable post is going to have much more of an effect on someone than 20 average pieces of content 
So now we've got an idea of what great content is. Now let's look at the what exactly to post and what exactly to post about. So um, there's basically two types of content to post. The first type is content around your craft. And the second type is around your day-to-day life. So we'll start off with your craft. Um, So your craft is the area that you help out with, right? So you want to, for starters, you want to start posting content around specific strategy. Now, the strategy is like, you know, how to go from point A to point B. It's like the tangible stuff. So with me, you know, with myself helping coaches grow their online business, an example with me could be, okay, I, I do a post on teaching uh, my audience how to grow their following. It's specific. It's measurable type thing. It's a strategy. I could do um, a post on how to find your niche and give them value on that. So that's strategy, right? The second part of craft is your mindset. The mindset is who they need to be in order to follow the strategy. So I know I did a post recently talking about um, persistence and that you need to persist through resistance. Um, and, you know, if you can't develop the skill set and the discipline to persist through resistance, what's going to happen is that you're never going to be able to get momentum because when you, if, you, if you're only a coach that can grow your business when everything's perfect and feels good and everything's working well, then when you inevitably face challenges, yeah, when you inevitably face uh, resistance, which is going to happen, if you just give up every time, then you're just going to be riding a roller coaster. You're just going to be starting, stopping, starting something. You'll never get momentum. You'll struggle to grow. So that post was talking about the mindset, talking about the person that you need to be in order to actually follow the strategy. Yeah. So that's the first type of content, which is the craft. Now, your second type is your day-to-day life. So showing your day-to-day life, showing things on the outside of your business. Now, the first part of this when it comes to your day-to-day life is an easy way to create content is actually grow, like showing content around you growing your business. Now, you know, growing a business is like a, it's a one massive adventure. You could make a, a movie out of it. Yeah, think about that you're being filmed and like you're making a movie out of your business. There's highs, there's lows, there's, you know, there's things that there's successes, there's failures, there's everything in between. So just showing your audience, and this is a really easy way to create content because you don't have to plan anything. You're basically in the moment creating a story, showing them what you're working on, you know, showing them the challenges that you're facing, showing them the things that are working for you, what aren't working. And it's just a great way to give your audience an insight into connecting with you, getting to know you a little bit more. Um, so growing your business is a great one. The second one is being vulnerable. Um, you probably would have heard this before, right? You know what? No one wants to. Uh, no one wants to learn from someone who's absolutely perfect. So your audience, they look at you as a leader, right? Well, they need to look at you as a leader. And when when people want to follow someone, is basically they look at that person and they admire the qualities that they have, yeah, that they want themselves. So a lot of the time is that your audience will be looking to you for guidance and they will really respect the qualities that you have that they want in themselves. So maybe you're someone that's courageous. Maybe you're someone that you know stands up for what's right. Maybe you're someone that goes after their dreams and because they want that in themselves, they follow you, right? So being vulnerable, it's, it's great that we are leaders to our audience, but it's, it's really important also that we are, um, we're human. We make mistakes. We have flaws or anything like that. And you share this constantly with the audience because it brings you um, back down to that normal level, I guess, and it helps you helps people relate to you. The um, next thing when it comes to your day-to-day life, the next thing that you can share is your passions and hobbies. So what's something that you love doing outside your business? With me, if you follow me, you know that I share my surfing. Yeah, it's like I go at least once a week down to surf and I'll show you that I'm heading down to the ocean. I'm going for a surf and... I'll share my new board that I've bought and you know, I always break my board so I'm sharing, you know, I broke this on this board today, that type of thing. And then the last one's um, moments with yourself and your family. Just giving like a, you know, a unique insight. People want to know this stuff. You know, everything, if you look on TV, everything's reality TV. It's, it's, we've moved from the overproduced 
um, sitcoms to like the reality show type thing. People just want an insight into people's lives and just sharing moments with your family, moments with yourself. That's just an easy way of creating content. So, you know, recapping those, we've got your craft, which is your sharing strategy and mindset, content around that. And then you've got your day-to-day life and you're sharing, you know, growing your business, being vulnerable. You're sharing your passions and hobbies and you're sharing moments with yourself and your family. The next thing I want to speak about is the content zone, something what I call the content zone. So if you imagine a pyramid yeah, or a triangle, and this triangle is it's divided kind of into thirds if we if we work if we're working vertically here. Now the the, the visuals the, the content zones are what I call visual zone, message zone, and the who zone. So basically these three zones working together is what helps you create great content. Now I want to talk about the first zone, which is at the top of the actual um, pyramid. That it's almost like the last ten percent. It's called the visual zone. Now the visual zone is all about getting your brand colors and styles. Yeah, this is really basic stuff. But you know, if you haven't got a consistent brand and image with your with your business, go out there and do it now. Google how to create brand, find brand colors, and work this thing out. You don't want to be like having inconsistent colors and colors all over the place. If you go back to my Instagram page, I don't know, maybe in 2019, I didn't have any branding. My like I was using different colors like every post. It looks like a it looks like it reminds me of like Willy Wonka in a chocolate factory. Like it's just it's just crazy stuff. Um but it's it's yeah, I mean you just don't want that look, yeah, because you want people to identify with you a certain look and a certain feel. Because when they can scroll, especially when they're scrolling through um, Instagram, whatever platform that you use, if they have identified a certain look and feel, they're more likely going to, their subconscious will more likely make them stop on your content. So it's really important to do this. So apart from using brand colors and styles, um, just another thing is, you know, using the same filter across your photos and your videos. You don't want to be having some filters on one photo and a different filter on another video and you have this inconsistency and one video is dark and the next video is light. You want uniformity across this. Um, So make sure whenever you're filming, make sure whenever you're taking photos, the photos are clear and they're not like all sloppy and everything like that. Now, when it comes to the visual stuff, yes, look, this is important, but it's not everything. In fact, when it comes to great content, it's actually the smallest zone. It's the zone that has the least effect on how to create great content. Now, it's a part of great content, so it is important. But what tends to happen is struggling coaches live in this zone, the visual zone. They spend all their time trying to make themselves look amazing, trying to make their stuff and their page look perfect. But what they're doing is they're wasting their time. Why? Because it actually has the least um, effect when it comes to the three content zones, being the visual zone, the message zone, and the who zone. Um, I see it all the time. I see coaches with seriously, like visually stunning material, but they can't get any clients. They've got no engagement type thing. So visual's not the way to go. Yes, of course. You want to make it so it's visually appealing your stuff. But if you think it's like the be all and end all, then you're heading down the wrong path. The next zone, which is more important than the visual zone. Visual zone is important, but what's more important is the message zone. Now, the message zone is um, we, we it's it's talking about how you communicate with your audience. Yeah, you need to learn through your content is that you need to be able to um, communicate in a very simple and easy to understand way what tends to happen as coaches is that we do programs and training and coursing courses and we learn about the area that we help out with and then we start talking to our clients who have no idea about it yeah you're the teacher you're the coach you're the trained one they're not and you start talking to them like they have all all the knowledge that you have and it's, it's similar to, I'm sure there would have been times where you've spoken to a doctor before 
Um, doctors don't tend to be as bad about it these days, but years and years ago, doctors would talk to you about, you know, maybe a, a, a disease that you've got or why you're unwell or whatever it is. And talking to a doctor, they basically speak in their medical terms. Now, they've got 10 years experience and they've been, or maybe 20 years, who knows, but they've done a course for 10 years to become a doctor. They've got all this knowledge, this medical knowledge and these terms that they use that the everyday person doesn't actually know about. So when you ask me, you say, doctor, what's wrong with me? And then they blurt out this really technical sentence and, and description of what it is that you have. And you're like, what the hell does that mean? I don't even know what those words are. I don't even know what, I've never heard of that disease. I've never heard of that term there. So it's, it's you need to speak in really simple and easy to understand terms and language. And it's the same thing when it comes to building our coaching business. We need to learn how when it comes to marketing, yeah, because that's what we're doing. When you're showing up on Instagram, you are a marketer. Let's get this thing clear here. Everything that you do on Instagram is that you are a marketer. When you get someone on the actual phone and a client, you are a coach. But until they become a client, you're a marketer. Yeah, so because what what the coach does is the coach will give people what they need but the marketer will give people what they want. So what can happen is a coach is that they try and they show up on Instagram and they speak and use all their coaching jargons and they talk to their audience based off what they know that they need, but no one, people don't know what they need. They only know what they want. So what a marketer would do is the marketer recognizes this. The marketer knows that in order to move someone down your funnel or getting closer from being a stranger to really ready to buy your stuff. A marketer knows that you need to speak to them using their language and speak to them directly based off what they want. So whenever you create content, it needs to be simple and easy to understand. Really, like just simplify your words. Make things as simple as possible. You also want to speak to, you know, your frustration, pains and wants of your um of your clients or your ideal clients, right? And the only way you're going to know this is actually getting them on the phone and asking them. Coaches will make a huge mistake and they will uh, they'll make assumptions when it comes to this area. A lot of the time when coaches create their business, they usually help out in an area that they have personally been through themselves. So they've been through a problem themselves in their life. They've kind of got through and they've healed from it or they've, got, or they've solved it. And then they go out there and they'll help other people themselves. And then they do like some sort of business program where they do a little bit of research and, and they learn that they have to, um, they have to uh, list out the pains and the frustrations and the wants and the desires of their target market, right? And then what they do is they just ask themselves and they're like, hmm, what are their frustrations? And they write down what they think they, that their frustrations are. And they think, what are their pains? And they write down what they think the pains are. Now, some of them they'll get right but they'll never, ever, ever be able to get the 100% and they'll never be able to get a thorough level that's required. You need to actually get these people on the phone, your ideal clients, and ask them from their point of view because your perspective is different. Why? Because you're a coach. They're not. The way you see the world is different to them. They are in the problem right now. You may not be in the problem right now. You're, you're steps ahead of them. So the words that you use, the ways that you perceive things, because you've had training, everything like that, you, if you had to speak about it, you'll probably speak about it differently the way they speak about it because you're different people. That's the way it is. So you need to get them on the phone and ask them these questions, ask them what their frustrations, their pains, their wants are, and just have a chat to them. And your goal is just to get inside their head to find out what they're really thinking and feeling when it comes to the area that you help out with. Um, the next thing is being polarizing. Yeah, when it comes to your content, if you are just delivering the same type of message and saying the same thing and looking the same as everyone else, you're going to struggle to really stand out. You're going to really struggle to stand out from all the other thousands of coaches in your niche doing the same thing. So the way I like to um, explain this is imagine that, imagine you've got, like a, a number of people just saying the same. I'll, I'll use the example of a health and fitness coach. Imagine when it comes, the health and fitness coach helps people lose weight. Yeah, um, that's what they do: help people lose weight. 
Now, the majority of coaches, if they're all saying, yeah, if 95% of them are saying the way to lose weight is by eating a um, well-balanced diet, and if you come along and say the same thing, then you're just going to blend in with them and you're not going to be able to stand out. And if you can't stand out, people will just scroll past your content when you post it. And the truth is your content could be actually awesome. It really could be awesome. But if you can't get eyeballs on your content in the first place, then people are never going to hear your message. So if majority of those health and fitness coaches are saying the way, the best way to lose weight is to eat a um, well-balanced diet, then what you want to do is you want to break away from the pack and you want to be polarizing in your messaging. But you don't want to go too far down the spectrum. You don't want to go into the crazy, what I call the crazy area. And you would you would know this. There's probably some people that you follow that you uh, know what I'm talking about here where they're almost like so polarizing. Their message and their look and their feel is so different to everyone else, but they come across crazy, a little bit crazy, right? So I'll give you an example with the health and fitness. The majority of coaches are saying um, the best way to lose weight is by eating a, 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 um, a well-balanced diet. Then you've got someone that goes, oh, gee, I've got to be polarizing. I've got to be different so I stand out. So then they say the best way to lose weight is by eating a wild deer, a 100% wild deer raw diet. Now, it's pretty intense, right? It's pretty crazy. Now, you're different. You are polarizing from the majority, but you're in a bit of the crazy zone there. Most people are going to think you're crazy. So you're going to, you, you'll struggle to really um, get a lot, of, a lot of following and people loving your stuff when you're on that end of the side. Um, another idea of being crazy uh, could be the other side of saying that, well, the best way to lose weight is eating, is the celery diet. It's uh, all you do is eat celery all day, every day. So it's pretty out there. It's pretty extreme. So the question is, is that how do you break apart from the majority but not go too far with it? Well, you've just got to play around with this. You've got to take elements of what the majority is saying but then shift it away. It's almost like you're falling in between the crazy zone and where the majority lie. And I'll give you an example. They're the crazy person saying that the best way to lose weight is the celery diet. What you could say is you could say the best way to lose weight is the 99% vegetarian diet. Now, that's different to the majority. It's not crazy, yeah? We're not at the crazy level, but it's different. So when you are creating content, think about how can you be polarizing and different to the rest? So then we lead down to the third zone of the um, of the content zones. And this is this is the most important zone and this has the most effect when it comes to creating great content. It's the, it's the who zone. Um, and what makes up the who zone is your authentic personality, being you. Now, when you are just being you, your authentic self, that in itself will help you create great content. Why? Simply because most coaches are too scared to be themselves. That's the truth. We all have this fear, yeah? We all have this fear in life of caring what other people think. And by having this fear of caring what other people think, it stops us from really being who we truly are. Because what we do is we start our online coaching business and we try and build it based off we want everyone to like us. Our goal is that we want everyone to like us. We want as many people to like us as possible. And when your goal is to be liked by as many people as possible, what you do is that you take away from where your power truly lies because you start putting masks on to appeal and make people happy. Because you might have particular flaws. You might have particular beliefs, which some people don't like. Yeah. And what you do is you hold back those beliefs. You hold back those values. You hold back your witty personality, yeah? You hold it back because you don't want certain people that you know won't like it. You don't want them to unfollow you or, you know, give you a bad comment or something like that. But the thing is, is that every other coach is doing the same thing. Every other coach is basically hiding. 
Yeah, Every other coach is wanting everyone to like them. And every other coach is pretending to be someone that they're not. They're showing up as someone that they're not. And your audience aren't looking to follow someone that is just like anyone else. They're looking to follow a leader. They're looking to follow an individual. They're looking for someone different to everyone else. So you being your authentic self is going to make you different to everyone else, yeah? Because everyone else is pretending to be someone. So it's a it's a um, it's a simple thing, but it's um, it's just not easy to do, right? Because it, it does take courage, and I get it. You know, when I first started this coaching business, um, it took me a while to have the courage to really start showing my personality. I, I remember I actually had a, an insecurity around my my accent at the beginning. I thought that um, a lot of because uh, I I work with a lot of people in the US. I thought that a lot of people in the US would be like, I hate this guy's accent. I'm never going to work with, with an, someone with an Australian accent. So things like this, I had an insecurity around. I obviously don't care now. I mean, it's obviously me. But we go through this process, yeah? And then once we learn that, you know, as we slowly let people in and we show more of ourselves and we learn that, hey, I'm not going to die, yeah? And I'm, I get it, okay? I'm not going to be liked by everyone and that's life. But you've just got to, have the courage to really start letting people in. Start showing um, the people who you really are and just accept that the right people are going to stick around, the wrong people won't. Be okay with that. You know, I, I sometimes I say that losing followers is a good thing. Sometimes I say that if you're not losing followers, then you're not actually showing up enough because the truth is, is that you're not going to be liked by everyone. And if you're showing up as you, entirely you, trust me, you are going to lose followers. You're going to piss people off. You're going to have certain traits that annoy people. Maybe they remind them of people in their life that they don't like. A lot of the time, it's a trait that they wish that they had and they're spiteful that you you have it and they don't have it. Or it's a trait that they have in themselves which they don't like about themselves. So whatever it is, a number of reasons. But um, the second part of the who zone is who you're actually being. And this is a huge, huge one. I always talk to my clients about this. One of the first things I discuss where I discuss um, the, the new clients in the leading coach is we have to constantly be connecting with um, who we want to be in the future. So if you're trying to build your business um, from a version of you that got you to the position where you are right now, you're only going to go no further than you are right now. So let me say that again. If you're trying to build your business and your goal is to grow and you're operating from a version of you that got you to where you are standing right here, right now as you listen to this, you're not going to grow any further. The only way that you can grow your business is by you growing yourself. Your business is a direct reflection on yourself hold up a mirror and look at yourself in the mirror your business is just you if your business is growing it means you're growing if your business is dying it means you're dying if your business is plateauing it means you're plateauing simple as that that's it so it's who you're being so one of the things i take my clients through is i talk about all right well who do we want to be what's the business that we want to be in five ten years what are we doing in our business? Who, what type of person are we? Who do we show up as? What traits do we have? What fears that used to hold us back, have we let go of? I get them to write down all these things and then I say, well, guess what? The This business owner that you want to be in 10 years needs to show up right here, right now. If your goal is to build a million-dollar coaching business, then you've got to show up as a million-dollar coach right now. You can't wait for it you see struggling coaches what they'll do is they'll say okay well when i've got the money in success then i'll do the work that's required and then i'll finally be that person it's not the way it works you've got to be the person right now which will enable you to do the the work and then because you're doing the work you're obviously going to get the results that you want right the money the clients the freedom everything like that but what comes first is who you're actually being 
who you're showing up as. Are you showing up as a follower to your audience where you just copy people? Everything you do is this copy. I'm going to... I've seen that person do a reel. I'm going to copy their reel. I've seen that person talk like that. I'm going to talk like that. I've seen that person, how they do this type of content. I'm just going to copy that. Are you, just a, are you someone that just copies, 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 or are you a leader? And being a leader, I mean, it's. you might be saying, oh, but Luke, I'm not a natural leader. Everything can be learned. Being a leader requires you to actually disconnect from your business for a second and take time to actively think about how you can show up as a leader. What can you put in your content to be different? What do you need to change next week, moving into next week, that's going to get attention? What are you going to need to do that's going to make people rethink their actions? What do you need to say in your content? Anyone can learn to be a leader. You can be. A, you can learn to be a leader. Maybe you already are a leader. But you can become an even greater leader. And that's what it's all about. When you're showing up as this amazing leader, people naturally want to be led. We all look for someone to follow. That's what humans do. We, want to, we look around and we go, okay, I want to follow someone. So right now you have an audience out there looking around for someone to follow. The question is, are you giving them a reason to follow you? And when I say follow, I'm not just talking about the physical following through Instagram, that type of thing, because you've got plenty of followers. But I mean, as in, are you showing up as a leader where they're on, like you're on their mind? Yeah, when they when they experience their problem, they're thinking of you. When they see your content, they stop everything that they're doing and they make sure that they watch it. If they're in the middle of something and they can't get and watch your content straight away, they put a reminder in their phone to watch your content um, when they go to bed tonight. What are you doing to actually claim that and give them a reason to do all that? And if you don't have the answer to it, then spend time. You've got to spend time and sit down and work this shit out. Struggling coaches don't do this. Struggling coach, coaches, what they'll do is they'll go, I want the simplest and quickest way to grow my business. Show me the tactics. What's the latest strategy and tactic to grow your following? What's the latest reel that's going to you know get exposure, blah, blah, blah. All these tactic, top of the level BS. Those stuff can help you get where you want to go. But at the core of everything, yeah, is you being this leader and giving your audience a very, 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 very clear reason on why they must be taking notice of every single thing that you say. See, when you have the answers to this and you're actually demanding this, you're going to create great content. Your content's going to go from being basically unheard to getting heaps of engagement people reaching out in your DMs and thanking you because you said something, you shared something of value and it changed their perspective. It made them rethink their actions and their behaviors and they took action. They made a change. They got a win. That was all because of you. You're responsible for the results of these people. You can literally change their lives. And when you're doing this consistently, week in, week out, when you finally launch your program or an offer, they're going to be ready to buy. Why? Because they trust that you are the number one person in their life that's going to help them solve their problem. So um, two things I want to leave you with on this podcast is it's okay, now I've got an idea of what exactly great content is. I know what to post. The, um, the two types of content is posting around your craft, posting on strategies and your mindset, and then posting your day-to-day life, which is um, you know growing your business, sharing you growing your business, being vulnerable, sharing your passions and hobbies and moments with yourself and your family. You got the three content zones. So make sure that with when you're creating content, they include all these three zones. The visual zone. So make it look good. Have consistent filters, have brand colors, clear imagery. You make sure that when you talk and speak in your content that it's simple and easy to understand. It speaks to the frustration, pains, wants, and desires of your target market. If you don't know this, get them on the phone and ask them this. 
It's content that's polarizing. You don't just do the same as what everyone else is doing. You're doing this and you're showing up and you're sharing your authentic personality, who you are, your imperfections, your flaws, your strong beliefs, your core values, yeah? You're proud of who you are. And you're also being a leader. You're showing up as the person that you want to be in five, 10 years. You know, you're pushing outside your comfort zone. You're being courageous. You're going for your dreams. Yeah, you're being this awesome inspirational leader to your audience. So finishing on, well, what do we do with this? Well, you want to have a what I call a minimum posting agreement. So a minimum posting agreement is just basically saying, okay, well, I need to be consistent with content. It's the most important thing is being consistent. Yeah, If you're inconsistent, you're here one week, you're gone the next, then you're never going to be able to build the momentum. You want to create a minimum posting agreement which is like a, a basically a contract or an agreement or a promise that you make to yourself that every single week, without doubt, I meet this minimum posting agreement. It means that I post three times on Instagram or once on Instagram, once on LinkedIn, once on Facebook or once through my email, whatever it is, right? And you work out what is the minimum level that I just commit to moving forward. No ifs, buts, or maybes. Obviously, there's going to be times where you take a break, which is fine and you wouldn't post then. But in January, week in, week out, it's like, you know what, I'm just committing to this. Even when times are tough and struggles, I'm still going to commit to posting to this agreement. So the key here is not to go over the top and not to like go too little. So if you're saying, you know what, I'm going to post three times a day. My minimum posting agreement is three times a day, seven days a week. If you do that, you're not going to meet it. There's going to be weeks where you don't meet it and you're not going to meet your goal. And if you don't hit it, Basically, what you're doing is you're telling yourself that your word means shit. You're not going to feel great and you're going to be inconsistent and drop in and drop out all the time. On the other side of things, if you do too little and you say something like, well, right, well my minimum post agreement is one post a week, that's not going to be enough to make you grow. So the question is, how much is it? With me, when I, as the point of me filming this or recording this, um, I do two, my minimum post agreement is two posts on Instagram, one post on LinkedIn, one email out to my email list and I do a podcast every two weeks. That's it. That's it. And I've got people on my team helping me create content. So I don't have every single day. Now, there's some weeks where I post more than that, of course. Some posts I, weeks I post most days. But that's my minimum amount that I've just agreed to. Week in, week out, I hit that agreement. And because I hit that agreement, I feel good. I'm showing up every single week. I'm consistent. My audience is always hearing similar consistent message from me. And because of that, I'm at the front of their mind. And then lastly is actually planning your content out. I highly recommend. You'll find that as you get deeper in your coaching business and you grow more and more and more, you'll spend more time on planning things out and preparation and when it comes to content one of the reasons why people become inconsistent is becomes it's like all right well i've got a post today and they don't know what they're going to post and then they like because they don't know what they're going to post they try and stress over things they try and put something together out of you know a stress and overwhelmed mind the words don't come to them and they can't create a post and they get pissed off and frustrated and they close their laptop and then they sit on the bed and they watch netflix and they you know eat they drink milkshakes and eat cupcakes and they're pissed off and then they go missing for a week or two. This is a common story. So what you want to do is plan out and be prepared for each week. So at the end of every single week, and if the, if the last day for you is classified as Friday, then put it in your diary to plan out your content for the next week. The rule should be is that you do not head into a week without your, your content for that week already planned out. When I say planned out, it doesn't need to be created. It just needs to be planned out. So say, for example, okay, my last day of the week is Friday. So Friday is at 10 a.m. I'm going to spend half an hour and I'm going to be like, all right, well, I need to post twice on Instagram. What are the topics on Tuesday and what are the topics on Thursday that I'm going to be speaking about? I don't create the post. I don't write it in detail. I just write the rough topic that I'm going to be talking about. Then I go, okay, what are, what's the rough email that I'm going to be sending out to my email list? 
what's the podcast? What am I going to be talking about? So, you know, when I was doing this last week, I'm like, all right, I'm going to be talk about how to create great content. Or I might put in there, you know, a guest that I'm going to have on. But you put this at the end of every single week, you spend half an hour, maybe you might need an hour until you get used to doing it. But you put this in every single week and at the at the end of that, you do your weekly content planning. You're prepped every single week moving into it. And you feel good when it comes to Monday. You feel good because like you know what's coming. And this is going to really help with consistency. When you can stay, when you stay consistent, it's going to really build trust with your audience. They're going to rely on you. Yeah, they're going to be like, you know, well, uh, Luke's this guy that always shows up. I can rely on him that he's always going to be here for me. I'm always going to hear from him. That helps create trust. So when you do finally launch your program or make an offer to them, they're already trusting you. You see what happens if you're inconsistent. You're here one week, you go on the next, you're here the next week, you go on the next week. You are creating distrust with your audience. So when you create an offer or launch your program, your program might be awesome. Your program actually might help exactly what they, you know, what they, the problem. It might help solve the problem that they got. They may look at your program and go, yes, yeah, it's pretty cool. But they don't exactly trust you because like you go missing all the time. And if they don't trust you, guess what? They're not going to buy. Trust is the number one thing that we need to work on when it comes to sales. Build trust to the absolute highest degree. And basically, people will do anything that you say. So if you have people, you've you've built massive trust with your audience and you launch something, they're going to buy it. But on the other side of things, if you haven't, then they're not going to buy. So remember this, stay consistent, use everything that we've gone through here to um, increase your content, make it better and make it greater. And this is a process, yeah, just work on it. Um, You know, will you start creating great content next week? You possibly could. It might take you a few weeks to get used to this stuff, but just start implementing everything that you've learned from this podcast and take action on it, yeah? Um, you'll, You'll definitely notice the difference when doing all this. And I wish you all the best until the next episode. Speak soon. Hey there, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date with podcasts that I release every couple of weeks. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please, I really, really appreciate it if you leave me a review. And you can also find me on Instagram at Luke underscore page.